Whether you're in the game to look and feel your best, keep up with your kids, or prepare for the possible apocalypse, living the optimized life isn't always easy. Often, the better-for-you versions of all the stuff you enjoy bring a hefty dose of hassle to your life. Does forcing down a buttery, oily mix of keto-friendly coffee and dealing with the impending blender cleanup sound familiar? Not cool. That's why Onnit and Black Rifle Coffee have joined forces to improve upon the world's finest MCT oil. Onnit and Black Rifle have teamed up to churn out a brand new flavor of our emulsified MCT oil, Mocha. It's hassle-free, incredibly tasting flavor you can look and feel good about. That doesn't contain a single gram of sugar. Like Onnit's other MCT oils, it stirs in easily and has all the ingredients to boost your mental and physical power to the highest level. On its MCTs provide 6.9 grams of medium chain fatty acids and 1.9 grams of lauric acid. Don't know what that means? Simply put, MCTs are a source of quick energy found to offer numerous health benefits. It's keto-friendly, free of all the stuff you don't want, and packed full of beneficial fats and nutrients you need for a clean, sustained energy on the go. Anything worth topping from your coffee to ice cream to fruit just got a big guilt-free flavor upgrade all with just a few stirs of a spoon. So go on, get back to living that optimized life. You've now got one less thing to worry about. Grab your bottle of Onnit's new mocha-flavored emulsified MCT oil at onnit.com. You may not realize it, but the average American is in front of a fucking device for 11 hours a day. That would qualify as a TV, a laptop, an iPhone, or whatever phone you have. In addition to that, we're indoors constantly. And when we're indoors, what kind of light do we have? We've got fluorescent bulbs. We have incandescent bulbs. We have things that stimulate our senses. And that's really hard when we're trying to sleep at night. It's really hard to shut that down. So this is where blue blocker glasses come in. A lot of blue blocker glasses look hokey. Uh, you see guys like Dave Asprey wearing them and you got the orange lenses. Felix Ray is a company that I came across that I was blown away by. Their glasses look like really good, normal glasses. That's something that matters to me, that the, the glasses actually look good and they work. The glasses filter out 90% of high-energy blue light and eliminate 99% glare coming from your daily barrage of screens. Now, let me say this. I don't wear these out in the daylight. If I'm outside and the sun's shining, I want that blue light. But if I'm getting barraged by fake lights and my screen, and certainly after the sun goes down and I want to watch a movie, I don't have an app to change my TV. I don't have something that's going to lower the blue light. It's much easier to just throw on good-looking blue blocker glasses. But when I'm out at dinner, same deal. I can wear those. I can look cool, and I don't need to worry about it. Felix Grey is on a mission to make fashionable, high-quality blue light protection widely accessible by offering a variety of frames for all face shapes and style preferences. Frames are handcrafted from same high-quality materials used in high-end designer frames like organic Italian acetate and German-engineered steel. Felix Grey glasses are available in non-prescription, prescription, and readers, as well as adult and kid sizes. So it's dope. You don't have to worry about a damn thing. You get these, you have a prescription, you don't have to worry about not being able to see while wearing blue blocker glasses, and they are incredibly affordable. Don't go another day looking at screens without help from some Felix Grays. Go to felixgrayglasses.com slash Kyle for free shipping and 30 days of risk-free returns and exchanges. That's felixgrayglasses.com slash Kyle, K-Y-L-E. Felix Gray is F-E-L-I-X-G-R-A-Y, glasses.com slash Kyle. Well, 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 here we are, and we have an awesome, awesome guest for you today. Uh, Sharon from Bonafide Provisions is easily one of the coolest people I got to meet at Paleo FX. 
Uh, she drops a ton of knowledge on gut health and how to heal systemically and all the issues of the gut brain axis, how they're tied together, how she healed her son's autism, all sorts of cool shit in this one. I was blown the fuck away by Sharon's depth of knowledge and uh, just an incredible human being who's got a lot to share and a lot of good nuggets. I know you guys are going to dig this one. Thanks for tuning in. We've got the team from Bonafide Provisions in the house, Yay. Sharon and Charlie. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Hell yeah. And you guys are out here at Paleo Effects. We are. I'm getting like, I think 15 interviews done in eight days. So I'm kind of trying to keep my my head on straight, but I really appreciate you guys coming out here to On It and taking time away from the show. We are thrilled to be here. We Hell yeah. loaded you up with some bone broth for you brain power. You sure did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So talk a bit about, uh, you know, intro yourselves, talk about your background and kind of what brought you here to Bonafide and what brought you guys obviously to Paleo FX. Sure. So I am a mom. I think it's probably my most important job that I've ever done. I have three children, a 23-year-old, a 19-year-old. He's going to be actually 20. Did you have kids when you were 15? No, you're so sweet. <laughs> Seriously, no. no. No, I'm going to be. Well, there's 50- video here. People will back me up on this. No, no, no. I'm going to be 53 in June. What? Uh, <laughs> it's that yeah, bone broth. Power. It's the bone broth. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so, anyways, I have a 23 year old, a 19 year old, and a 16 year old. And when my 19 year old was six months old, he developed his first sinus infection. Mm. So I took him to the doctor. Um, they put him on his first round of antibiotics, and he stayed pretty much on a round of antibiotics on and off for the first six years of his life. He suffered from chronic sinus infections, ear infections, respiratory infections. He was on albuterol, steroids. He had skin issues. And each time I went back to the pediatrician, they would tell me he's going to get better. He's going to grow out of it. And the antibiotics aren't a problem. So, you know, I know it's hard to believe, but 19 years ago, there wasn't a lot of information on alternative health. And so I just listened to my doctor and I went to a back to school night when he was in first grade and he, the teacher pulled me aside and said, you know, your son Blake is a fine young man, great kid, but he has ADD and you need to put him on Ritalin. Um, It's easier for you, the parent, it's easier for the teacher, the students and do it quickly. And so I thought, this is crazy. This is a crazy train. You know, when I feel like crap and I can't breathe, I can't concentrate either. So, you know, that's probably what's going on with this kid. And I knew I needed to do something different. I just didn't know what. And so I went home that night, pulled him out of school, and I just said, I'm going to try and do something different. And so I began a little research. There wasn't a lot of information back on the internet back then. I actually even had to go to the library. Were you using dial-up with AOL? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And um, I came across this concept of healing through food and that food could be medicine. And then as I delve in deeper, this teaching that all disease begins in the gut, Hippocrates, Mm -hmm. the father of medicine, and then even delve in a little bit deeper, I came across this concept of bone broth. And I I had read an article about uh, Weston A. Price, who had, back in the 1930s, went all around the world and studied what people ate and how that affected them physically. And so I thought, what do I have to lose? I have nothing to lose. I mean, what I'm doing is the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing, but expecting a different result. And so I called my husband. We've been together for 30 years. 
I called him and I said, hey, we're going to start making this bone broth. And he had been a chef at one point in his career, brought home bones, and we started making bone broth for this kid. And we started slipping it into everything that we made for him. So uh, we didn't do any grains, um, but eventually when we added in grains, we started to do things like uh, coconut flour waffles. I would slip bone broth even into the waffle mix. Um, And so three months went by and then six months went by, nine months went by, and a year later, we healed him using food. He's actually, he's going to be 20. He hasn't been back to the doctor since, except for a broken bone, skateboarding because he's not a good skateboarder. (laughs) (laughs) I think all skateboarders break bones. It's one of the ways they get good. You can't knock them for that. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, Paul Check was one of the first people that got me into health and wellness and really planted the seed for me to eat organic and to learn the impact that food has on our bodies. And he mentions in his book, How to Eat, Move, and Be Healthy, quite a bit of Weston A. Price's work. Yeah. And there's been great books that have come out since then. Sally Fallon, who runs the Weston A. Price Foundation, uh, she wrote the book, The Nourishing Traditions. Nourishing Traditions, and then follow-ups to that Nourishing Traditions book of bone broth, Nourishing Traditions book of child and baby care with uh, Dr. Thomas Cowan, and all of it's on natural healing through food. And it's really cool to see like that was like out of born out of necessity as so many people that are at Paleo FX getting into this because of that, you know, from Rob Wolf to Mark Sisson to all these people I hold on the Mount Rushmore of, of Paleolithic ideas. Um regardless of what paleo man ate. I mean, it's, you can't argue with Weston A. Price's work because he did circle the globe. He did find tribes that were untouched by Western civilization and whether they sustained themselves on a hundred percent yam diet to, you know, 90% blubber, you know, living in the Arctic, if they hadn't been introduced to Western food, they had perfect teeth. And a lot of them didn't have a word in their, in their tribe for cancer, heart disease, stroke, because it didn't exist. It just didn't exist. Yeah. He was such a pioneer. I mean, to think about what he did in the 1930s, he he got on a boat and had to travel up to six months on a boat to get to these societies to understand and really just out of an understanding of, you know what, something's going wrong in America. He was a dentist and he started to see that the people that were coming into his practice were not only having cavities, but they were having deformities in their jaw lines. And all of a sudden we were now a society that we're having to pull out wisdom teeth. And the reason was, is because our jaws were not aligned. They were becoming narrow instead of these wide, beautiful mouths that we had. And he thought, I think it's the food. And so, that's what he did. And just to your point, he traveled all around the world. And one of the first places that he ended was in Switzerland. And and he came upon a group of about 700 people um, and gorgeous teeth, no disease, um, no cavities, and yet they didn't use a toothbrush. And, you know, they didn't have fluoride. They didn't have toothpaste, but no dental deformities at all with these gorgeous, beautiful white smiles. Um, And he attributed it to their food. And by the way, the disease didn't come in and the the malformations of their jaw didn't come in until the uh, missionaries would come and bring the standard American diet to them and introduce sugar and what we were eating. And that's when you started to see the the issues with their jaws. And then, of course, their entire body. Yeah, rapid decline. Uh, Paul Check calls them the four white devils. It's uh, refined sugar, refined flowers, um, 
table salt, which is garbage, not sea salt or, or Celtic salt. Yeah. And then, um, you know, pasteurized dairy. Those are the four white devils. Absolutely. <laughs> if you introduce that to any society, you're going to have issues. Yeah. And that's our food pyramid, right? I mm-hmm. mean, it's it's what we, as a society, not in us, not us, are in our bubble, but you walk into any really conventional grocery store and that's what is in everybody's carts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Still people eating cereal, still people, you know, some people have almond or soy milk, but it's with their cereal. You yeah. Know? It's like, it's like, oh, we're, we're kind of getting there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's funny to think because like in the bubble of people who attend events like Paleo FX and and there's tons of conferences like this, but this is easily one of my favorites is what brought me here to Austin. Um, you see so much of people that are on the path, they're trying to learn. And I think, you know, due to podcasts and the way that we can digest information now has changed vastly from, you know, just 10 years ago even. And so having that kind of access and people to having these conversations, I think is really important because it it shows things through a lens of what's possible. So we're not just having to take this force fed, you know, this is what my doctor said. And so this is what I'm going to do. And as you were talking about your son, it reminded me of my childhood. Like <laughs> I used to get tons of sinus infections. I had my tonsils removed. Um, I was on and off antibiotics for probably 15 years. And thankfully I didn't have asthma or eczema or these things, but you know, like it, I've read many books on diet nutrition and gaps book, different things like that. And a lot of those things go hand in hand and they all have to do with the gut. They all have to do with leaky gut syndrome, the unhealth, the unhealthy food, the amount of antibiotics destroying our microbiome and how that pans out to everything from a skin rash to cognitive disorders where, you know, it's an issue for kids to stay focused. Hey guys, real quick, I want to tell you about an amazing product that I've fallen in love with from Organifi. It's called Gold. You drink it like a warm cup of tea at night. It's a perfect soothing nightcap. It aids with restless sleep, muscle aches, and stiff joints, bolsters immunity, and allows you to wake up feeling rejuvenated. The whole product is 100% organic whole foods, gluten-free and GMO-free, loaded with turmeric, ginger, turkey tail, coconut milk, and cinnamon. Now, we actually like to add our own full-fat coconut milk to it as well that helps cool it down once we get it loaded up full of hot water. But we drink this like a tea. Everyone in my household, including my wife, Natasha, and our son, Bear, absolutely loves this. Turmeric and ginger are incredible for aiding with inflammation, muscle aches, soreness, and stiffness. Coconut milk is a healthy, saturated fat. We all know this already. Turkey tail is amazing for immunity. Cinnamon helps stabilize blood sugars. It's low carb. It's absolutely fucking amazing. Head over to Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com and use code word Kyle at checkout. Promo code Kyle for 20% off everything on the site. Yeah, absolutely. And in in my discovery, you know, that's kind of what what led me to where where I am today. So we healed this this child and I became this passionate advocate for food and I was this crazy mom that was in the park talking to all the moms and going over to women in the grocery store and saying don't feed your child that or if I was you know <laughs> by, by a pharmacy and I saw a mom picking up you know an antibiotic you don't have to go this route and I was this crazy woman that was finding myself on the phone for hours teaching other families how to heal their children through food and that's what prompted me to go back to school I got several degrees in nutrition. I became a GAPS practitioner. I was actually mm. the first um, 
one of the first practitioners in that graduating class of uh, Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride. I was in her first class that she taught people the GAPS protocol um, and opened my practice. And in my practice, my biggest challenge was getting people to make their own bone broth. And I said, you know what? We need to make a real bone broth because people are using this for medicinal purposes. And that's what we do. And that's why you find our bone broth still in the freezer set um, because you don't really have to do anything to, to that bone broth. But what's interesting, what you said about the gut is I think that there's been so much talk about it that it's, it's gotten watered down a little bit, but there's this really amazing science. And I love to explain it this way. When, when you're in utero and you are being formed in your mother's womb, there is a piece of tissue. And that piece of tissue breaks off and one of the pieces of tissue becomes your gut and the other piece of tissue becomes your brain. And they are forever in communication via something called your enteric nervous system, the vagus nerve. I know that we've been, you guys have been talking about that on the, the podcast. So the vagus nerve. And so these two organs are like twins and they're always communicating. And I'll give you a great example. Um, Many people don't like to get up in public speak. I'm not one of them. But if you ask people what their biggest fear is in the United States, 98% of them will say public speaking. And so just the thought of somebody having to go up on stage, they get what we refer to as butterflies in their stomach. And that's showing you that whatever you're thinking is affecting your gut. And transversely, whatever is going into your gut is affecting your brain. So any type of uh, mental illness, right? So Dr. Natasha healed her son using uh, the GAPS protocol. He had autism. She knew that he had a, a messed up brain, right? His brain was totally screwed up. But she said, I'm going to do something different. She was a neurologist. She was a, a neuroscience and she, ne neuroscientist. And she said, I'm not going to focus on his brain. I'm going to focus on his gut because she knew about this relationship and she healed him using food. And so when, you know, I think a lot of times, like I worked with a lot of women in my practice and young girls that are suffering from anxiety and depression, ADD, ADHD, dyspraxia, dyslexia. Um, and the first thing that we want to do is medicate them because it's in the brain. But if you can heal the gut, you heal the brain and the effects, you can heal the mental disorders by approaching the gut first. Um, and so that's really what her whole basis is is on in that gut and psychology syndrome. Yeah, that's so fascinating to me. I mean that that concept is something that I've been. It's really you know, there's very few drums that I beat, but that is one that I beat. That what you put in your body has a direct impact. People think of a cheat meal as something that uh, you know it's the weekend or it's, you know, I'm out of town. So, you know, I might gain five pounds, but I'll lose it when I get back home. It has very little to do with weight gain and weight loss. It has everything to do with how you feel, how you think, how you operate in the world, systemic inflammation, cognitive function, emotional state, all of that's impacted from what we put in our bodies. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of, not kind of, I mean, it just, it sucks that that's kind of the bill of goods that we've been sold in terms of how we think about food and its impact on the body. So I think that educational piece is really important. Yeah, I agree, Kyle. And I love that you bring that up because we do want our 
cheat days, right? And so I think really the mindset we have to continue to remember, and it, it's regardless if you're w- whatever food you're taking or whatever supplement you're taking or whatever you're putting into your body, that this is a machine, right? We learned so much yesterday at your, your talk. This is this is a machine. <laughs> I, I know Kyle very well, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we went deep. Sex and relationships talk of paleo effects. <laughs> they were sitting front row. <laughs> yeah, we were front row. Front and center. No Char- escape. Charlie had a red face the whole time. Um, yeah, and this is this body is a machine, and what are we doing to to fuel this machine? This this machine has been created to be fueled, energized, um, uh, healed medicinally, um, and, and to live uh, off of food and nutrition and nutrients that we grow. And we have gotten so far away from that understanding, um, and we've got to get it back. You know, we've got to get it back to understand that we've got to fuel this machine, and the way that we do that is through food. Hell yeah, Charlie! Yeah. What do you have to add to the conversation? We got to pop this. The uh, the starstruck New Yorker over here on my favorite <laughs> podcast. Um, just, first of all, it's like a surreal experience to be here. Huge fan of On It, and you know all the great guests you have on here. And, uh, you know, Sharon, as my second mother, has taught me a lot in the world of health. Uh, I am a Crohn's patient. Mm. Uh, not easy for me to say out loud, but, uh, you know, Sharon has taken good care of me. And, uh, yeah, just glad to be here. We're healing him naturally. And I'm also, I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm also an employee of one of five provisions. He's our East Coast guy. <laughs> it looks like he wound up in the right spot. You know, there's so much too. I want to talk, uh, you know, a bit more, obviously, about collagen and bone broth in general. But one of the one of the reasons, like when you guys reached out, I was like, oh hell yeah, I love you guys. Um, my wife, we have we have one kid, Bear, who's going to turn four in May, and her entire pregnancy. I gave her copious amounts of your bone broth. I would go to Whole Foods and I'd get another frozen section. And it was, it was really before like a lot of the box stuff was coming out, but even now it's still, you know, you guys have the best bone broth. So I would mix it. I'd make it into, um, crock pots and use that as the base. I would use it for, you know, in desserts and different things. And that combined with vitamin C, which, which really does create connective tissue and, uh, helps with the skin. She doesn't have a single stretch mark. And she's a little person. She was 115 and she ballooned up during the pregnancy as she should in a proper way. But the fact that she grew that big and had zero stretch marks, I think is a testament to your guys' product. I mean, it's a very high-end collagen. And uh, to touch on that further, really a lot of the stuff that I love from Mark Sisson around collagen has to do with the fact that it is protein sparing. And that's something that's commonly thrown out about carbohydrates, you know, from the bodybuilding community is that, no, you want carbohydrates because they're protein sparing. And that means that the protein you have a little will go a long way. Um, so that's, that's kind of an argument against the ketogenic diet, which I think is, is misinformed, but, um, point is collagen, your body needs to produce a certain amount of collagen every single day to help your skin and various parts of the body regrow the connective tissue. And if you can supplement with that through a really good bone broth, that is also protein sparing that allows all these other nutrients to go to muscles and different forms and hormone production and these kind of things. So that's something that I, I've really appreciated from Mark. Cause it's like, Oh yeah, this, not, I know I feel good from this, but there's a good, why I feel good from this. Absolutely. And I mean, 
Thank you for sharing that. You're an expert on collagen. It's, and it was, <laughs> that was a perfect way to kind of speak through that. Yeah, you know, um, our body loves it. And it's, you know, I obviously I experienced it in my own family, the healing. Um, and then with the thousands of people that I worked with, I walked over 500 people through GAPS, the GAPS program, saw autistic children who weren't able to verbalize, actually speak to their parents, and really because of the healing effects uh, on on the gut. I, I love the collagen component of the bone broth, and it's really, it's a whole food source, right? It, your body recognizes it most. I mean, think about what happens when you put something that's food in your body, right? You, you put something on your tongue, sends a neurotransmitter to your brain. Your brain starts telling your body to start digesting that food, creates saliva, then the hydrochloric acid that you need to digest the food. Your uh, pancreas starts kicking out all the enzymes to be able to digest the carbohydrates, the proteins, the sugars. And so it's this, again, it's that machine and your body recognizes that most because it's food. Well, one of the other things that I love about bone broth, we all know the collagen is actually the amino acid L-glutamine. And here's why. It's when you take the bones of an animal, you simmer them for a long periods of time. What you're doing is you're pulling the collagen, the nutrients, the amino acids out of the bones of the animal, dumping them into the broth, right? The most important, in my opinion, um, amino acid is the L-glutamine. And here's why. We all have um, our gut. We understand that. Our gut is lined. It's our mucosal lining of our gut. And most Americans, just because of our lifestyle, because you were on how many rounds of antibiotics, and probably all of the guys in the room have been on rounds of antibiotics, create tears in the mucosal lining of that gut. And what ha will happen is even an undigested food protein, so just any food that you eat, goes into that uh, permeability of that gut lining, enters your bloodstream, well, your bod body recognizes that as an invader because it hasn't been digested. And so your body goes into a state of inflammation and will continually all day long try to kick that out. And so you're not digesting the rest of your food. You can't think clearly because your body's in a state of inflammation. Well, what I love about the L-glutamine is it acts like a sewing needle for that mucosal lining of the gut. And here's why. We um, have our mucosal lining of the gut, as I just said. That gut lining has cells that line that wall. Those particular cells, their favorite food is L-glutamine. And so much so that when they receive that L-glutamine into the cell, they react by spitting out mucus. And that mucus is actually wonderful mucus, and that mucus acts like like spackle, like if you're you know spackling a wall, it acts like a sewing needle that sews those little tears up and then seals the mucosal lining of the gut. And so it's now sealed. And eighty five percent of your immune system is in your gut. So when you have that healed gut, you heal the rest of the body. And that's actually my favorite benefit of bone broth is the L-glutamine on top of, you know, all of the collagen. And really, the L-glutamine is really the, the, you know, sometimes with the collagen, it's putting the cart before the horse. And here's why. You can take in every supplement you want to, whatever supplement it is, vitamin C, um, 
collagen, you know, anything that you take into your body. But if you don't have a sealed gut, you're not going to be able to uptake that product. You're not going to receive the benefits of the product. All that good, healthy fat isn't going to go to your brain where it needs to go. So that's why in my practice and with GAPS and her approach, it's always about healing the gut and then moving forward so that you're, all of that amazing food that you are eating is doing what it needs to for this machine. Yeah, that makes that makes so much sense. Uh, so many people ask me about like food intolerances and things like that, and I think you know doing an elimination diet is a great place to start, and then adding stuff back in. But truthfully, like if you're to take something like the All Cat or some of these other uh, food allergy tests, if you have a leaky gut, everything is going to show up as an intolerance. Yeah, everything from eggs to some of the most easily digested foods on the planet because it's getting through that that lining pre-digested. It's not fully broken down. And as you said, once it's there, your body looks at that as a foreign innovator and it attacks it. And that's where we can have autoimmune issues and all sorts of things spring up. But really it's like, if you look at that in how many people have really messed up guts, we're, we're still thinking of it from a Western medicine mindset, like, oh, gluten's the problem or, and I'm not a fan of gluten by any means, but you know, it's gluten, the problem or dairy's the problem or buckwheat or eggs or fill in the blank. And it really is like, Hey, if we just focus on the systemic healing, we can create by paying attention to our intestines and our gut health, maybe we can start to eat a wider variety of foods. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, Hippocrates was right. All disease begins in the gut. And it really doesn't matter what you're dealing with. Um, you gave a great example of these allergy tests. I had a little gal that came to me. Um, she was re- she had been to several doctors in San Diego. Her One of her doctors finally referred her to me and said, you know, take your daughter and go see this gal and see if she can help you. So she brought me her daughter, 18 months old. Her name was Olive cutest little thing. She had failure to thrive. So she had not gained any weight since she was nine months old. Mm. And she was 18 months old, had chronic diarrhea, skin issues, and was basically failure to thrive. Um, Came in, she was allergic to 45 different foods, according to the tests and, you know, all the doctors that she had gone to. And I knew that that was just her body reacting to everything, right? And it's just her body's in a state of chaos. So, of course, she's going to be reacting to a strawberry, strawberry, you know, or chicken. And so, I said, we're going to put this aside and we're not going to pay attention to this. And we're going to take the approach of healing her gut. And that's going to be our approach. And by the way, some of these foods are going to be in here, but you just have to trust the process. And within a week time, we were already seeing this little girl, a a complete change in her. She started sleeping through the night. Um, She was happy. She wasn't crying all day. And within six weeks, she was consuming everything that was she was allergic to, 45 foods, just by healing the gut. And so, I think a lot of times with practitioners, you know, you go to an alternative practitioner and they run all these tests first. I didn't run any test because guess what? They're really expensive. And I would say, we're going to do this first. We're going to we're gonna do this in layers. And the first thing we're going to start with is your gut because that's how I can fix you. So, we're going to start with the gut. And then if we continue to see issues that you're having, whatever it is, we're going to approach that at that time. But we need to get your gut fixed to be able to really understand what the real issue is. And to your point, that's with autoimmune disease. I mean, you know, 
people with arthritis, joint pain, that it's it's because of the leaky gut. And then when you heal the gut, then they're able to uptake all the good foods and the nutrients and not have those effects anymore. Yeah. And their body stops attacking itself, which yeah. is like, I mean, I talked with, uh, I think I just mentioned this yesterday on a podcast, but Dr. Michael Ruscio is going to be a guest on tomorrow. He was, he was a guest on about a year ago, uh, gut health specialist. And he said something along the lines of, you know, we look at cancer, not just individually, but as cancer as a whole, and we combine all the statistics of all types of cancer. But when we look at autoimmune disease, we have rheumatoid arthritis and different areas in that, but we're only looking at those specific ailments. We don't combine them all. I said, if we combine all of autoimmune disease, that would rival any other disease on the planet. It would rival cancer. It would rival heart disease. It would rival the biggest problems in America. Yeah. And that's, that's like a clear, clear, very clear testament that we're doing something. We're missing the mark in many ways. And it really does start with what we put in our body. It really does. And with autoimmune disease, I worked with so many patients with autoimmune disease and all the ones that you just mentioned. And what was so fascinating is they ended up in my office because they'd gone and tried the conventional medicine route and it wasn't working, right? And so the first thing that I would say to them is, show me your list of medications and show me your diet. There was there was never a diet plan. And what's really fascinating, we have to understand this, is autoimmune disease is a disease of your immune system. So 85% of your immune system is in your gut, and yet we're not treating the gut to treat autoimmune disease. It's insanity. It's, it's, if you treat the the gut, you're you're cleaning up all of the autoimmune disease, but the doctors will not have it. In fact, Charlie is a great, you know, so so Crohn's disease is kind of just next level, in my opinion, of autoimmunity. Um, went to a conventional doctor, told the doctor, you know, I'm 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 healing through bone broth. And what was the doctor's response? His response was, Oh, says who? <laughs> Show me the data. Yeah. And Show said, me the data. Oh, I'm sorry. So you're looking at the data? Yeah. That um, wasn't uh, in a book you read 30 years ago? <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yes. That doesn't qualify then. That wasn't in the single chapter you spent on nutrition and yeah. all of your education? Yeah. That one chapter? <laughs> like, yeah. Very on, frustrating, man. especially coming from, you know, someone in my condition. But, uh, you know, through, you know, through healing and again, bone broth being, you know, a major pillar in the foundation to it can definitely, you know, credit a talk, lot to talk, that. Yeah. I want you to speak a bit about that because I have a, a good friend of mine who's been on the show, um, Noad Lahat. He has ulcerative colitis and I have other friends with Crohn's and a ton of friends with IBS. Um, talk a bit about some of the protocols you put people on when you're trying to heal the gut. Yeah. So, you know, I, as I said, I became a GAPS practitioner. It was always part of my protocol, but I also found that it's a really hard program to yeah. do and to commit to. And so I did a modified version of, of that protocol. And um, and it really, it, depend, it really depended on my patients. So if we're talking with somebody with Crohn's disease that were having 22 bowel movements a day and had, ha- had Crohn's you know, for the last 15 years, that's a very, very different protocol. But in general, somebody who's just starting to experience IBS, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, diverticulitis, really the idea is that you're using copious amounts of bone broth. And really, I mean, you're drinking, you know, three 24-ounce bags a day, and it's the mainstay of your protocol. Um, Tons of meat, 
um, the, you know, the carnivore diet is amazing for healing the gut. It really is. Um, and very, very well cooked vegetables in the initial stages. In fact, when you're dealing with those diseases, you actually can't even introduce probiotics on too early. And then when you do, you have to introduce them in in such a slow rate because of uh, that Herxheimer effect that you can have. Um, and so really that was kind of the, the mainstay of the protocol. And you just really, it's kind of like what you said, it's this process of elimination, but you really start with nothing. I mean, you're starting with broth and meats. And, you know, according to the GAPS protocol, that's what you start with. And really depending on where you are, so if you're dealing with somebody with autism, it depends on where they are in the spectrum, how long you're cooking the broth. I always just took my patients right to straight to long cooked broths, um, lots of meat, and as I said, w- really well cooked vegetables. And then what you do is you start adding in probiotics. And so if you take a capsule of probiotics, you're opening it up and you're using maybe one eighth of that capsule of probiotic every other day. That's how little you're introducing until you get up to eight capsules a day. Um, You start introducing in fermented foods, but you don't introduce in the the actual... vegetable itself you start with the juice so say sauerkraut juice sauerkraut is so juice. good it's a fucking superfood it, it is it's so good it's loaded with zinc probiotics it's one of the best things for your immune system yeah i'm yeah. a huge <laughs> i'm geeking out over sauerkraut <laughs> juice it's awesome though it's really it really it, is special it's so special and not only does it give you all of the benefits that you just talked about but the Im- other amazing thing about um the fermented you know cabbage juice whatever you want to to call it is that it teaches your body to start remaking hydrochloric acid. And as I talked about, when you put that food on your tongue, one of the first things that starts to happen is your saliva, right? But the hydrochloric acid, acid is stomach acid is good for you, by the way. We've been fooled into thinking that it's not. By the way, everybody who's taking Tums or some antacid, don't take that crap. I mean, all that's going to do is loon you know, it's going to make your body not be able to absorb your calcium. You're going to end up with osteoporosis. It's the same reason alkaline water is a joke. You do not want the first thing that alkaline water goes to is your gut. So it's making your gut alkaline. It's not making your blood pH change at all. Right. And if you make the gut alkaline, it's not going to do its job very well in breaking down food. Right. So so everybody that's taking these antacids, which they're everywhere, walk through an airport and don't, and, and I challenge to not see an antacid sitting at the counter. And by the way, they're half gone. Um, And what happens is when you take an antacid, it gets rid of the stomach acid that's supposed to keep all of the little bugs and critters and things that are in your food, which is fine, right? That's how we were created, um, and kill all of that. And on top of that, it, it also is supposed to help you start the digestion process. So basically, now you're not even digesting all that food that you're that you're intaking. So I would tell people, look, if you don't have enough stomach acid, go eat a Snickers bar because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because you're not going to dig- digest the food. Yeah, I totally went off on a trail with hydrochloric acid. <laughs> Get <laughs> me it. started. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah. I mean, and that's such a, I think those are very easy things to implement. I did carnivore diet for 17 days and ended up pulling the plug because I had some type of reaction that looked a little bit like Herxheimer's. Um, I hadn't been doing the bone broth with it, which I think was a huge mistake. Um, but you know, I got this rash that broke out on my stomach and it doubled in size each day. I was talking about this with Dr. Sean Baker is obviously a huge advocate for carnivore. 
and he couldn't quite figure out what it was. I said, I've never had keto rash before. It was the only thing I could find online. Ben Greenfield said, it looks like Herxheimer, some type of die off, but he was speaking to somebody, um, on his podcast, Dr. Sean Baker was talking to a guy who said he thinks the rashes have to do with oxalate overload, finally dumping from the body. Mm -hmm. So if you've spent enough time in carnivore and you had really high oxalates, and I mean, they're in everything, you know, you think about like uh, Dr. Stephen Gundry's work with the plant paradox, plants don't want to be eaten either. So they have various ways to protect themselves from being eaten, natural pesticides and herbicides. And, and I think that that made a lot of sense to me because I've had a lot of kale shakes. I've had a lot of berries and a lot of chocolate throughout the course of my life. And that just, it really made sense that my body was trying to dump that out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that it makes sense. And again, though, that, that idea that if we can address the gut first probably helps to manage those things so they can be excreted a little bit easier than through the skin. Absolutely. And I mean, you know this, that your skin is obviously one of your largest organs in your body, but it's also one of your pathways of elimination. So when you think about your elimination, it's we all know that we eliminate through our gut and our bowels because we see it every morning when we poop, right? Um, but we also understand that our kidneys, our liver is a, is a place that we eliminate. And then finally, our lungs that's why when we get sick, we cough because we're trying to get out this, you know, whatever it, it is that we're trying to get out of our body through our lungs and finally our skin. And it was so interesting with dermatology, <clears throat> excuse me, as you go to a dermatologist and what's the first thing that they do, they slap something on top of your skin where it's actually your skin is telling you a story of what's happening inside your body. And your, your body is trying to eliminate something out of the body. And oftentimes it's because one of the other pathways are clogged. So I would challenge that maybe, yes, it was that trying to eliminate through the skin, but then why, Kyle? Like, why weren't you able to eliminate it through your gut? And had you been doing some things like bone broth that was bringing in that L-glutamine to seal the mucosal lining of the gut, you would have been eliminating it through your bowels. Um, it's fascinated with eczema, psoriasis, acne, skin. We have to remember that it's the body pushing something out. There was a little guy that I worked with, <clears throat> excuse me, Paleo FX, talking too much at the booth slinging the bone broth. Um, <laughs> <Slang it. laughs> um, there's a little guy that I worked with and his mom came to me and he had probably one of the worst cases of eczema that I had seen. He They had to wrap his skin because it would ooze at night. Wow. And he was like a little mummy, this little guy. And they, I would uh, drive to Orange County. I would do house calls for them. And we would go and we'd have to unwrap his skin and it his gut was such a disaster. And we were able to completely reverse his skin issues, like I said, focusing on the gut. And I kept saying, we're not doing anything topically to this. We're going to allow this to ooze. We're going to continue to allow this to happen, but we're going to focus on the gut. Um, had another little guy that came to me and his mom, his skin issue was so bad that his mom said every morning she would ha have to sweep his skin up off the floor because he had wow. such bad issues of shedding his skin. And when he came to me, you know, he was a kid that was on the standard American diet. He was eating chicken nuggets, um, you know, pizza. Kraft mac and, and cheese. That's it. That's what they ate. Lunchables. <clears throat> that was it. 
that's what that little guy ate. And we completely changed him by by changing his gut. And then what happens with the skin? The skin heals. And then you go through the process of elimination just like you're supposed to because that's how your body was designed to do it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so much good pearls in here. Yeah. Is there anything that we haven't covered that you guys want to talk about? We got a, just a short while left before I got my man Todd White coming on. So excited about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think we're I think we're good. I mean, I think the one thing that I love to, it's kind of my passion now, Kyle. I, you know, I I'm a mom. That's that's why I started this journey. Healed healed my child, and you know, I mean, you would stand in front of a train for yours. So nothing's that's more what, important. Nothing's more important. Um, and because of that, that was my community, right? It was parents. And what happens now with any kind of industry, whether it be bone broth or um, nut milks or sauerkraut or whatever it is, people enter the space to make a buck. And there is no regulation with what you can call bone broth. And so the cautionary tale is read your labels and know what the heck you are putting in your body. Become a label reader. I actually had um, a meeting with a retailer two years ago and they, we, they called me in, they were interested in our bone broth and she said to me, she was a buyer and she said, you know, I think what we're going to do is not bring in your bone broth, but we're just going to change our current packaging on our private label. And we're going to call it bone broth because that, you know, we can. And sure enough, two years later, if I walk into her established big chain, by the way, you walk in the front of the box says bone broth and you turn it around and it says chicken flavoring and water. And yet they mm. are, um, you know, marketing <laughs> it as bone broth. So, so there isn't any regulation of what you can call bone broth. And really that's across the board for so many products. So just become uh, label readers, understand who the companies are, the people behind the companies, the integrity that they have, make sure that they're promising you what you deserve as the person that's consuming their, their product and, and become a, a label reader. I love it. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Thanks for having us. This is great. And thanks for all you're doing. Yeah. 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 You're doing an amazing job and it's been fun to listen to all your podcasts and keep doing it. Keep killing it. All right. I will. (laughs) Thank you guys. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you guys for listening to the show with Sharon from Bonafide Provisions. If you guys want to check out their amazing products, go to bonafideprovisions.com and use code word Kyle at checkout and you'll receive three free keto broth cups when you order anything from their website. These keto broth cups are a fucking game changer. I have them at the office. They're in my freezer. They're in my freezer at home. You thaw one, throw it in the microwave. It's ready to go. Or if you're like me, you just thaw it or thaw two of them, dump them into a little kettle and get that thing nice and hot and it's ready to go. They're absolutely amazing. I know you guys will love it. And as I said earlier on the show, my wife used this her entire pregnancy, zero stretch marks. Some of that's genetic, but some of that has to do with collagen. So giving your body what it needs is incredibly important. And these guys have the highest grade collagen known to man, highest grade bone broth known to man. Check them out, bonafideprovisions.com and use code word Kyle at checkout.